It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paula Price Show, where you can experience scripturally organic, culturally unmodified teaching, get answers to your questions, and receive powerful prayer from your host, Dr. Paula Price, author of the Prophet's Dictionary. Tune in now and get ready for an exciting time of encouragement and transformation. Welcome your host, Dr. Paula Price. Good morning, and welcome back to the Jesus and Paula show. We are back. Were we on the road? Was that just last week? Oh God. That was a month ago? No. Okay. We just... <laughs> Am I the only one who feels like we've lived a lot of life in that short amount of time? Because we have. Well, hey, we're all back in the studio in Tulsa, Oklahoma for the Jesus and Paula show. If you have not seen the travels of Dr. Price in the last week, you need to... After the broadcast, go to our Facebook and look at the pictures. We were in Nashville, Tennessee. We drove mask-free to Tennessee. And we were in an event with Bishop Bill Hammond and a litany of other kingdom leaders having a prophet summit praying for the nation. Dr. Price got to speak. She had a five minutes. I'm going to tell you, she made those five minutes count. She made those five minutes count. And she addressed the importance of the prophetic in education. How many of you know in five minutes Dr. Price sewed up eternity to eternity, civilization and prophets and education? And, I mean, one guy had to just jump out of his seat. He was like, oh, I mean, she hit that. Oh, she got a, oh, you know what? I recorded that. I don't have to upload it. I forgot. Paparazzi, it's a and then on Sunday, we were with Apostle Howard Hatcher. You can see the pictures and several sheriffs from Tulsa and the surrounding counties dealing with uh, colorblind. What I liked about this statement about the colorblind um, communities was it says that it's not to say we are colorblind because we can see color, but to not be blinded by color which is a very interesting point to bring home. And so she was on that panel as well, made some connections. One of the sheriffs will be a guest on the Jesus and Paula show in the coming weeks, Sheriff Vic. Thank God. Yeah. So he'll be on. I was thinking he was ready to preach that night. He was ready to preach the gospel, but I don't know. He was ready to just let it roll. And it was good to see how many of our law enforcement officers are believers. They are Christians. They are the elect serving the Lord Jesus Christ, which I'm thinking at any moment you could be looking down the barrel of somebody's business. I, I'm, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm of Christ. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And so do that. November 18th through the 21st is the summit, the apostolic summit, the near apostolic summit. Yes. And we're super excited. Dr. Price is going to be speaking at the summit this year. She'll show Oh, she's going to show up. You know what? She's going to show up. I think she might say something, too. So 
going to go down this year at the summit and why you want to make it your business and your financial business to be there. Wednesday evening, we have our Dignitaries Dinner King's Ball. We were not going to let COVID shut down our King's Ball moment. So we, we partnered that thing up with something else that we were doing. And so that evening, Apostle Howard Hatcher is going to be a keynote speaker. We're going to have some comedic entertainment. They don't know it yet, but they will be getting a memo from me. Um, you're going to be the comedic entertainment of the evening, some special music selections. We are showing up looking absolutely finessed for Jesus. Now let me explain something. Let me explain something to you. Let me explain it. I'm going to explain this to see everybody here knows where we're going. Thank you, Sam. Take your time, church, but take your time, preacher. Don't rush it. Take your time, pastor. Take your time. <laughs> Let's talk about being scripturally organic, culturally unmodified in the dress code. Thank you. All right, you all know where I'm going with this. So we have the King's Ball, where we are going to be breaking out our best threads for the Lord that evening. You can go as ball gownish or tuxedoed as you want to, but this is what you cannot do if you want to get into the door. You cannot wear something that is skin tight, which could be oppressed in that genre of dress, because a lot of that stuff is made to just stick to you like suction, okay? And so no shoulders out. The girls can't be out, all right? So you can't tell me, Apostle Ashley, I have shoulders, but I can see down the cleft of your rock, all right? So cover it all up, all right? Gentlemen, the shirt, I can't, I don't want to see the lining of all of your business under your shirt as well. We need to be professional, holy. You could be holy and be absolutely beautiful because, see, we, can't, we don't want people struggling in their flesh trying to enjoy Jesus. So no off the shoulder, no deep cut backs that are out. If it's the dress and now you got, because you know now they have the dresses and the wedding dresses that show the track of your behind on purpose. What are we doing, people? And so we're, we're not doing that. No mermaid kind of thing happening with all the, no. If you're not sure, now this happens a lot. When people aren't sure, they message me pictures. You may not know who's happening. They message me pictures. Or if they have my number, they'll text. Apostle, is this going to work? Now, if you're not quite sure, the answer is probably no. But sometimes it's yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Or, yeah, you could keep that. Just put on a little bolero, a little something. A little what? No body con. No body con. No body con. Sorry. Nothing. Yeah. Do not come looking. I won't even name names. Don't come looking like these women singers out here with this skin-tight leather, faux leather, dominatrix-looking mess that is trending now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Don't tell me, but it's not getting tight. It's tight. It's, it's built to be tight. Three sizes too big is still tight. That's how they do it. All right. And so that is Wednesday night, Dignitary Center, King's Ball. Thursday morning, we kick off with the one and only Dr. Paula and Chief Apostle Queen Price. Yeah. And she's going to take us in. She's going to take us up. She's going to lay us down. And that's after praise and worship, led by Prophet Tamira Alexander. Yes. Oh, my. Wow. Woo, Prophet's in the house. Prophet's in the house at the Apostles' event. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
as they kick off the new global worship team, kicks off worship, and then we go into the worship. Actually, we recover from that because we almost did recover in June. And then we have Dr. Price. Dr. Price is Thursday. We end up giving her a whole day because she needs a whole day, and we need a whole day. And so she has the morning. We take the lunch break. She'll come back for the afternoon piece. Thursday night is the State of the Kingdom Address, open to the community. So even if you can't attend the event, you can come to the State of the Kingdom Address where she addresses the State of the Kingdom, which at that point will be post-election. Jehovah, Jehovah. And then uh, Friday is Apostle Stephen Hall, myself, and we have some other presentations happening, teachings, trainings, rolling it out. And then Friday evening is a community worship concert. Yes. So it'll be the Near Global Worship Team, First Fruit to Praise. Yes, you will see overlapping singers. Okay. And then Minister Tony Mason from Tulsa, he will be with us as well as other people that we are confirming. So I can't say the name yet, but we're confirming their attendance. And it will be a night of song and dance, worship unto the king. And so we're worshiping the king. You see the king's theme for the event is worshiping the king. And that's what we're going to do Saturday. We close it out with healing and sealing. Dr. Price typically gives some closing words unless she is on a world tour to meet another vice president. I don't know. If it happened the Saturday of the last event, she was she was everywhere to the next. <laughs> Listen, we're going all the way, Dr. Price. You are not. <laughs> She's not taking my bell. She's not taking my bell. All due respect. No. I know, but you you started it. See, the bell, come on, like, think of it. Ah. See, the bell is the response to something. You know what? I'm going to take your bell. You see how you do? Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? See what I have to do 20 years, saying, put that camera on. Put that camera on. I want people to see you cutting up. Got me a cowbell. You cutting up. in the Lord. There is no board in the Lord here. All right? So you want to be here in Tulsa. Now, our sleeping room block is still at the hotel, the same hotel, Warren Place, Double Tree Hotel. However, our location is different. Hit the bell. My name is in the show. I can hit a bell. You can. You can own a bell. I can own a bell. My God. Somebody ring that bell. Hit the gong bell. Wait, what do we got? Gong. Hold on. Who did there it is. That's the ruling. The ruling. Somebody gave a ticket to pop it in for the bit. What have we done? What have we done? <laughs> from eternity bell. I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. I'm going to behave myself, though. No, no. I'm not even going to. We're already cutting up. Yeah. I'm not even I told you, because if you can follow the show, you have to do the heavy lifting. Yeah. I hope you are ready to. 
Yeah, I think he's right. I need you to take over. He's taking over. And I need you to hold up your hands. He's moving like fire, roaring like thunder. Moving like fire, roaring like thunder. Moving like fire, roaring like thunder. All the earth. Yes. You can say, yes. If you haven't been to the congregation of the body on this Sunday, where have you been? Huh? Somewhere else, missing out. Well, come on in. Go to the congregation. Go to congregationofthemighty.com and check the church information out. Oh, today we have a special guest who will be joining Dr. Price in the third quarter. The fourth quarter of the show. All right, drag her up early. I, don't, I know she's here early. We might just drag her up. Her name is Janice. Now, let me tell you something. This is right up our alley. Actually, you can pull up the, yes. the J.J. online. This is the book that she has written, one of the books, and it is called The Scapegoat, How to Find the Truth Beyond Political Affiliation. Mm. She has a quote on, on her website that I have to read. I'm going to read it now since we might get to her sooner than later. And it's, she says, I was ignorant and proud. I'm going to look right here at you. Okay? Ignorant and proud. Ignorant of what the political parties really embrace and too proud to set aside my preconceived ideas to listen. Yet when I began to research the facts for myself, I was shocked to discover that what I thought I knew was all a lie. See, I can respect somebody who just knew they were right and did their homework and can say I was all wrong. Yeah. That's when you have, you know, you have an objective, honest perspective on something. One time I watched, I read an article on a reporter who was uh, going to do a write-up on one of these Hollywood actors. He just couldn't stand him, couldn't stand his personality, whatever his films, and he just knew, I'm going to write up all the films that flop for this guy, all of them. And whenever he went, he actually researched, because he had to, and discovered this actor had zero flops in 25, 30 years of a film career, even his lowest performing films were not flops. And he had to change his tune. He said, well, I still don't like him personally. I'm thinking you probably don't even know him personally, but that's fine. But I have to respect the fact that he has never tanked out one film in the industry. Because the industry is blackballed. He never won an Academy Award, because that's all political anyway. It's not about talent. It's just about who likes you and doesn't. <laughs> kind of like the election we face out with right now. And so, so it's the same kind of thing with Janet Pond. When you get into this book, I tell you what, your, your jaw is going to drop. There's a piece in the back. That was my favorite part. You know? yes. I, I like jumping to the back of the book yeah, anyway. So I, yeah. like, I jump to the back to see if it's worth starting at the beginning. All right. That was like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I do. I go to the back. I watch the end of the book. Like, like, I want to land here. Yeah. I don't want to land here. Yeah. I'm not going to start there. Yeah. No, no. Especially, <laughs> like, especially if I'm watching a movie and it's not starting right, I'll jump to the last 10 minutes to see. I think this is stupid, and it's going to end really dumb and disappointing, and I'm usually right. So, and I do the same thing with books. Now, this, I didn't think was stupid at all. But we were going through it, and it says here, when she breaks down, after where do we go here from the nation, go from here as a nation, she has a whole list Govern under the section of government of things that President Trump has done. Now, this is not, obviously, we've still been living life since this book has been published, Pages, 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 yeah, but I pages. Think she's doing a of that. You know, especially since so. the man is crapping like he's yeah. crapping. Yeah. I think he yeah. should be a. We, a we voted. We you voted. Know, you can yeah. make a little, little pamphlet to just stick mm-hmm. it on. Download it. What do you think? Download it. We need an agenda. And then the note. She said, 
And then the notes, chapter by chapter. I love intelligently written books by intelligent people. And so she wrote this with Karen Harden, author of Feeling the Minds of America. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I'm going to have a blast in this book. Author to author. Yay. She brought some here so we can buy them. Yeah. And we'll tell you how to get it online. Listen to me. We're going to bring her up shortly, but don't, don't turn me off to go buy this book now. I can't need all the... No, no. We have a total house here. Yeah. This is worth it, though. Oh, yeah. I'm ring your bell, too. Ah! She's the I had to move this. You know what? Because you have, you know, classic apostle. You have a territorial spirit. And I, have to I learned from the best. Okay. I learned from the best. So now listen to me. This is really wonderful. I mean, she has a great picture on the back, but I will tell you, it, you know, we have a site called what? Do your, your homework. This is, we have the site. So this will definitely be on that site as well as our regular site, drpaulasite.com. But I'm putting it on do your homework because she did her homework. So I did it if she did it. Why do we have to work hard? We're just going to read it. But what I want you to do, you know, I want you to do me a favor. If you love Trump, buy the book. If you hate Trump, buy the book. If you love me, buy two books. If you hate me, buy ten. And I'll tell you, one of the things, and you need to listen to my Sunday sermon. Is it the Sunday sermon? Ooh, yes, Lord, my God. Well, we, we, we spoof black folks, you know. <laughs> yeah, you did. We spoof black folks. The whole culture. Because you know what? I'm black and I'm old. <laughs> when you get up my age, all that stuff doesn't matter. You either make a lot of sense or you make no sense. Yeah. You know, like a vice president candidate. But, you know, you make a lot of sense or no sense. So I want you to listen to that. In conjunction to this, one of the things that bothered me about black folks is that we hate truth. Our sorrow, our suffering, and our tales have become our truth. So we let our heart do our brain's work. So you're thinking with your heart and fumbling with your brain. That bothers me about us. And I'm telling you, I'm not one of those people that could say, well, you know, I don't know. I was in the 67 riots. Me too. Okay? I was in them. I watched those tanks run up and down my street. I watched wonderful people beaten. I watched an elderly white man get beaten for just being white because he couldn't even find his car. I'm telling you, I'm unimpressed with that. Mm. completely. And I came out the next day and we didn't have a candy store, we didn't have a drug store, we didn't have a supermarket, and a lot of, for decades, we didn't get those back. Wow. And you know what? Nobody went to the white neighborhood to tell their stories, but we did have to go there to survive, to survive mm-hmm. for what they did. Mm-hmm. And so I will tell anybody, I watched them, I wish I could remember the name because the name actually, the title belies the actual show, documentary, but I watched a whole documentary on Detroit, Michigan, and the men who said how much fun they had the night before their signal went out to start the riot, and how it was a wonderful thing. There were young men in their 20s, you know, having a great time, and the morning after, they watched lines and lines of mamas and babies with no food. Now, that was back then. And we're not doing much today. Except I like black folks today. We do have some, 
some of us have been too successful to run. Hello? <laughs> we too successful. You know, I talked Sunday about being privileged. I love being a privileged black person. Yes, I love being black privileged. Because when I woke up, I was black poverty when I grew up. I went from poverty to privilege. I love it. I'm going to have a great time with the Lord Jesus. I said, privilege me. And so when they start saying, I said, well, you realize your driver's license is a privilege. Your voting card is a privilege. So I need you to understand how this is going to go. Now, you know, I don't know if she told you the time. Did she give the time frame? You didn't give her a time frame? Yes. Uh, yeah, the, Okay, just want to make sure you are, because I kind of want to cover what the journey we've been on. So we're going to get back to her. This is a wonderful book. All of you are. Everybody in Price University, well, what? Buy the book. Buy the book. All of you all online, buy the book. We're going to have some copies of it at the summit. So you can, I don't, I don't use to do a whole lot, unless, but this is worth it. Buy the book, because we need you. You know, the Bible says buy the truth. And, and it comes in e-book and audio book as well. Oh, we got e-book and audio book. You all are going to have a great time. I love it. I think it's a good, you know, to me, African-American polycide got in store. Because we have got to break the yoke of instinctual destruction. Mm-hmm. And begin to replace protesting with peacemaking. Mm-hmm. And only thinkers make peace. Mm-hmm. Failers protest. They tear the street. And the streets allow the place for negotiation. We're going to get back to that. We're going to definitely get back to that. I've not seen one negotiation happen in right. Not one. Ah! Have you? No. I've not seen one. So I want to talk to you today. Are you all hooked up over there, girl? Because you know they're going to fuss if you don't have the screen. Yeah, oh. All right. So here we are on the screen. And, um, but I want, I want to go back to why we're doing the Global Apocalyptic Prayer Campaign. Now, we're coming a couple of weeks out of the uh, election. I mean, we've already seen the crazy with the, you know, I can't even understand why we still have a party called this. We don't, we don't know. I don't think they're a party. I really don't. I think they're mayhem. Mm, yeah. Because that's what they stand for. Yeah. And I will tell you, I think some very nice people are there. I think most of the nice people are gone. But are very nice people. But see, I was in the occult. And if you look at all of the occult witchcraft movies that they have had out over the last several decades, these people are running from that playbook. Mm. You guys could know devils at the top of this. Yeah. And I've been yeah. telling you about Enoch, you know, the primordial Enoch, the book I want all of you all to read, because it takes you all the way back to when devils established this civilization. When we start talking about the sons of God and all of that, when you think about it, civilization is established on these principles. And this man, Brian Godowas, does a great job of filling in the gaps. Now, there are, you know, you may have some theological issues or whatever. I don't know. I'm going to file, so I'm a chief file, so I don't have those issues. I just say this, this is good. This I'm going to store. I might need it later. It's a great book because everything you see them doing now is in that book. How they set up economies so that humanity always 
never have enough and thus have to keep depending on them. How religion did not begin with the Almighty, but it actually began with them. That's why we are not a religion. Right. See, religion is religion goes crazy. Talks about that. Talks about the whole marriage thing, the abuse of women. Wow. All of that at the foundation of, of their civilization, because when Adam sold out, they took over his authority. And they literally designed civilization to their advantage for oppression. Isn't that what we're having now? You can't say stuff on social media. Whatnot. See, that goes all the way back to civilization, where energy and power and technology were straight from devils. It's a great book. Primordial Enoch, and then, you know, the Nephilim, I found out, you know, there is something in the East Week, you know, I'm having fun. I am, yes, I am, I got a bell. I'm next to we sit Okay, and you better not whip one out of your pocket. But listen to me. Primordial Enoch is a powerful book, especially if you want to trace paganism and witchcraft and all of that. Now, why is it important? Why is that important? Well, because right now, witchcraft is pushing, and they're telling you that it's a new world order. Right. There is, you want to fix this up? Okay. There is no, yeah, that is helpful. There is no such thing as a new world order from Pentecost onward. They cannot have a new world order. I want you to take strike that. See, a lot of, we've got Christians doing whole movies on new world order when it really should be named Back to B.C. deity. Because that is what we're talking about, B.C. deity. But see, we stopped. You know, they took a, a lot of Christian schools have taken this kind of education out, so you need to enroll at Christ University so you can understand the warfare that we are. See, they took it out when we were in peacetime. But see, now that we have expired that season, and now the naivety of Christianity is what got us here. Because God said, whatsoever sins you commit or committed, permitted, whatsoever sins you remit. And so you have to recognize, you have to recognize that if we allow it, then it, then it flies. When we stop it, it must stop. And you know why? Not because we're just the church, because we got a Holy Ghost. You know, the, the devil doesn't talk about the Holy Spirit, because it takes too many of him to do one simple Holy Spirit task. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So you, when Jesus said that, he wasn't just talking about Christianity from the easy street. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when he wasn't talking about easy street. He was actually saying, the Lord your God is one. So Ephesians 4, one Lord, one God, one faith, one, 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 one. All of that is to let you know that God has taken a fractured and splintered and scattered creation and brought it back together in one. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I want us to take it seriously. We are the apocalyptic elect. We are the offspring of the Godhead. I'm going to keep saying it. We are the Godhead's offspring, the only gene oh, that ever, ever hit humanity is the one that brought Jesus into existence and creation, and we are born again. We don't talk people about born again any longer. We tell you about going to church. Hmm. You just need to go to church and feel good. No, no. We are... I think that's the truth to go to church. But there's no power. We have that form of godliness that's with denying the power. We don't understand the power. So let me make that plain to you. The power that the Satan hates is the power of being of the seed of Christ. 
See, we are, we, God didn't name us Christian. I'm going to say that to hit the bell on that. When I need to hit the bell, you're not there with the bell here. What's wrong with that? Hit that bell. Thank you. Appreciate it. You don't hit your bell. Yes, we don't think we're going to church. So hear this. We are the offspring of the God. We are born again by the incorruptible seed of Christ. We are born again by the very seed that brought Jesus Christ into existence in his world and in this world. Why is that important? Because as he is, so are we in this world. That means all of this here stops when we stop it. When we say, you notice this was running rampant until saints started praying. Why do you think they shut down church? Nobody said we shut down mosques. Mosques were just shut down by default. Not by choice. They shutting down church. Satan tells us in every attack, every assault, every ploy, every scheme that we are the one. They're afraid of us. I mean, what is it? Facebook talking about you can't say the Lord's Prayer? What is wrong with that? They are afraid of the Christ in us. So what are you afraid of? If we're all the same, what is your issue? Your issue is we are not the same. We are the only faith that came to the planet. Every other one grew up. We came to earth. Talk about aliens, that's us. I told God once, I think I said this before, I told God once, I said, God, I said, you're an alien. He said, no, I'm not. Y'all are. I'm just earth. I said, yeah, you're kind of right about that, huh? Yeah, we were here first. He said, but I need you to understand that these teachings and everything that we're doing, all that I'm saying is for you to stop being a pure Christian and begin to be an apocalyptic elect, offspring of God, a sovereign of the Godhead. You have to hear God. Are y'all hearing me? I need y'all to post and hear me. I want some bombs and some claps and whatever else y'all got. You know, I like your little emojis, bitmojis, whatever emojis, some emojis. Somebody's emoji. Okay? I like that. But I need you to hear me. If you are born again, you are God's offspring. That makes, that's what Peter means when he said royal priesthood. Holy nation. One generation. He's saying, oh, in, in, in every way that he could in that day and not be killed too early, we are of God. We are. And so, because people say, well, where's your strength? And where's that? I mean, stop becoming, because I just, I, I guess I'm strong. However, my strength is for my identity, because identity is your key to destiny. And I identify with my nativity, and my nativity is the Godhead. So that is my identity. So I'm not walking around trying to figure out how to get along with all the people who hate Jesus Christ. I'm trying to figure out how to get them into the kingdom. We don't have to get along until we go to heaven. We can go to heaven and get along. And so I need you to understand that. Now, why is that important? Because the apocalyptic elect campaign has been removing the principalities that are behind this. We have been talking with such zeal and such love and cherishment about principalities of God, but understand they were preceded by principalities of life, of which we are. You probably don't know that the church is not only a principality, but it is God's royal realm. We are the ones that make the rules. 
And I said to someone before, and I'll say it again, Christianity Thank you. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 